Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Now, broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. Celebrating 25 years of radio excellence. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What does it look like inside progressives' minds as they look at the world? Because I honestly, there's such a divide. I think between, I'll speak for myself, my mind and the minds of some of the people we're going to hear talking, um, I'm not even sure exactly how to begin building a bridge That's to a, the way they think. Good question. We were just talking about our local area, so we broadcast from the capital of California, the biggest state in the country, fifth the biggest economy in the world, and I wonder when those lawmakers drive to the capital. I drove around the capital with my son on Sunday. And uh, he said, I've never been to this close to the Capitol. I said, you haven't? Because Sam has been in the Capitol, but I didn't realize uh, Henry has never been. Anyway, so we're right there at the Capitol. The big giant looks like uh, the Capitol in D.C. Capitol building. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there are homeless tents and towns all over the place. And when the lawmakers drive there, like you just ask, what is in their mind? Oh, my God, how horrible the inequality is? Or well, what if look they, what the high rents have done. Yeah, something? And, and they never stop and say, hey, are you on drugs? And have 85 to 90% of them say, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's amazing to me. That's, you know, that's one good example. Uh, but listen to this story from Washington, D.C. Uh, let's just go ahead and roll 60, Michael, then we'll discuss. 
a big group of kids, like 45 or more, walk in before school, after school, and late at night to steal chips and drinks. They even throw the food and beverages on the ground and stomp on them, leaving behind a big mess. Fox 5 did witness teens doing that while inside the business and even after they walked outside. The camera shots are an empty CVS, a CVS pharmacy slash store that no longer has any good, uh, goods on its shelves because it can't be open because of all the theft. Go ahead with 61. Staff at CVS have been alerted that thieves are aware of when new shipments come in, and that's when they target the store. We're told that street vendors are allegedly paying people to go in and steal stuff so they can resell it. When we walked down 14th Street in Northwest D.C., we did notice street vendors selling toothbrushes, men and women body wash, car fresheners, as well as laundry and cleaning supplies, which are some of the same items no longer available at CVS. A coincidence. So you go into the CVS, you empty it, then you set up your card table that you probably stole from Target with all of the goods you just stole one block away, and you sell them. What was that first clip about the kids throwing the chips on the ground, or stealing the chips and throwing the food on the floor? What was that? Well, they steal snacks and drinks, and sometimes they just throw stuff on the floor to smash it and stomp it or whatever just to show they can. Right. And they do so with impunity. As Washington, D.C., a progressive city, seeks to reenact the, 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 the policies of a bunch of blue cities around America, and speaking of Cal Unicornia, uh, California. Um, you know, we refer to the, the different cities and states in America's laboratories of democracy that can try different things. But it's like the blue states tried to graft the head of a pig on a living man or something like that, and everybody ended up dead. The scientists were arrested and jailed. But in the next state, they announced, you know, we're going to try to do it. Like Illinois says, we're going we're gonna to graft the head of a, a pig onto a live <laughs> As if it's impossible to see how miserably that experiment failed over there. Well, this was my point to start the show. I wish we would talk about things that matter more often. I'm looking up at CBS, and they've got the breathless coverage of, will it be Steve Scalise or Jim Jordan up for Speaker of the House? I wish you'd spend as much time on this. Okay. Lawlessness. The businesses that can't operate in our biggest cities. That is amazing. You talk about historic. It's historic. No speaker's ever been voted out. It's historic that you can't have a drugstore in San Francisco or Washington, D.C. Now that's historic. They're locking right. up my toothpaste. <laughs> So that is all extraordinary, but here's what I was leading up to. Now, granted, we've criticized man-on-the-street interviews in the past because you can, you know, you can get some nut job to say about anything. I thought it was striking, though, uh, what the young people said, and there are several of them uh, in clip 62. I mean, it's bad to do at the same time. They're probably doing it for a reason. They need those things, but they shouldn't just be going in and clearing the shelves because this isn't sustainable for the store. A lot of folks actually can't afford any of the things in there. I'm not saying that stealing has to be the solution to that, right? However, I don't know, maybe if the city could provide more accessible resources to unhoused or under-income under folks that can provide them, like, hair care, bodily care, hygiene care, etc., so these uh, young adults who both look to be maybe college or just, uh, you know, certainly in their 20s said, you know, stealing's not right, but these people, they need that, those things. And and maybe the government ought to give them some and, and they just they they're desperate somehow being indoctrinated into the idea that there aren't just people who want stuff they haven't paid for. 
There are people who want the fruits of labor without laboring. The fruits of wealth without accumulating any. People steal because they want stuff. It was true in the year 1100, my young friend. It's true now. You remember being a kid and some people would just wreck your stuff or take your stuff? Was it because they were poor or needed your blocks or whatever? It's the same same thing as adults. Just doing it because they can. They were desperate for my lunch money. They don't look desperate. So that's what I was leading up to with the whole, what is it like in a progressive's head? Well, I have a good friend who has that attitude about it. I just don't discuss the topic. But, um, yeah, they they lock up the stuff that the people need the most. Uh, shampoo for their kids and razors wow. to be able to, you know, go get a job interview. You I mean, it's see- bad to do at the same time. They're probably doing it for a reason. They need those things. You see the for-profit set-up illegal stands on the street, right? Well, they're just desperate, those people. They need income, so that's why they do that. It's remarkable. I don't want to spend the money, but it all, if I was a gazillionaire, I would do this experiment, not with taxpayer money, with my own money, like if I'm Elon Musk. I would, uh, I would come up with uh, large supplies of razors and deodorant for anybody who can show me their... W-2, that they didn't make any money. So it's plentifully available and Mm -hmm. see if the crime goes away. Because it wouldn't. Right, right, yeah. So in in a similar way, there's a a piece in Breitbart that's talking about a New York Times bit of journalism, and it's kind of the same theme. It is dizzying to track a progressive writer's thinking about illegal immigration. This, This writer, Marcella Valdez says federal immigration policy allows employers to exploit poor people just like slavery enabled employers to exploit African people, according to the pro-amnesty article published by the New York Times magazine. And she relates the uh, the importing of disempowered foreign-born laborers, whether it's enslaved Africans, Chinese building railroads, Irish digging coal, Italians sewing garments, Mexicans harvesting fruit... Um, these are now filled by immigrants. They're exploitive di- by design. And she goes into how evil that is and how immigration policy has created a permanent class of disenfranchised illegal workers. And then she goes into the so-called root causes that uh, Kamala is working as hard as she possibly can on. That's what I hear. <laughs> the solutions to migration rarely address the root cause. Unauthorized immigration for all the obstacles America throws at it remains a boon for countless U.S. employers and a reasonable bet for migrants who seek a better life. So now she's saying, but it's really a good deal for these illegal immigrants. So it's worth it for them to do it. And then she says, well, after you work for five years, you ought to be uh, allowed to immediately apply for citizenship. And that way we bring the people out of the shadows, blah, blah, blah. But that would provide a massive reward to millions of additional workers to take jobs at very low wages. And as Breitbart writes, perhaps cutting tobacco and sugar in a plantation run by Wall Street. Um, It's just bizarre, circular, emotional thinking. What's it like in your head? Stormy, I guess. I mean, it's bad to do at the same time. They're probably doing it for a reason. They need those things. Seriously, what I said earlier uh, is absolutely true. You talk about unprecedented. You want something that's unprecedented? (laughs) This is unprecedented in all of our lifetimes. 
that your big giant companies can't operate in a whole bunch of cities. They have to yeah. close their doors because there's so much rampant theft. That is a new world. Talk about that all day long, not the Speaker of the House stepping down. Sure, you need a belt and they have to bring you in the double locked lobby so you can look at clothing. <laughs> That's not worth reporting on a lot. Right. Like all the time until it's fixed because yeah. it's insane. Yeah. It's policy. There are plenty of parts of the country right now listening and saying, holy cow, that sounds crazy. We don't do any of that stuff around here. Uh, it's policy, friends. Policy and culture. I, I suggest rather strongly you don't trade yours for, for instance, Washington, D.C.'s. You're not going to like the results. You might as well graft the head of a pig on a man. Well, you seem to be a little into that. That's just the metaphor I've chosen. I'm trying to weave it in and out of the narrative. You sure you're just not a little fascinated about the idea? <laughs> Pig man? <laughs> I'm really not, no. Remember we we used to talk about the head transplant a lot. They claimed they'd done it down in Brazil or someplace. Yeah. A human yeah. head transplant. I'm pretty sure that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. If they ever get it going, you'll know right away because I'll get a new head. I'd love to have a new head. Uh, speaking as a guy who, out of nowhere, all of a sudden has a completely jacked up back. Um, no offense, Jack, to the term jacked up. Uh, what they can do to uh, heal your spine is fairly limited. Surprisingly limited. So the idea of cutting it in two and reattaching it and everything working. Oh, okay. I see your point. Uh, no. Your, your point no. is, yeah, if you can't fix a back, you probably can't. <laughs> move heads around <laughs> right yeah that strikes me as unlikely reattach them make them work although have elon musk and the you know mark zuckerberg get to work on it they'll bypass the this and that and hook sure. you up to that and then you're in the metaverse and before you know it of course the question we've always had is do you get a new head or a new body does that does you go with the head i think you goes with the head so i can't get a new head because then it'd be a new person i could get a oh, new yeah. body but i can't get a new head well, yeah, your elbows would not be like, hey, wow, this is cool that you have a new head. I'm my head. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> anyway. Um, quick question for you. What if you happen to miss this unbelievable radio program? The answer is easy, friends. Just download our podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. It's the podcast version of the broadcast show, available anytime, any day, every single podcast platform known to man. Download it now, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. I mean, from uh, tooth extrication instruments to implant instruments. We had a couple of our detectives head over there, and there was a pretty significant dental uh, operation going out back. I mean, you're talking about dental surgery. There are a lot of patients that have to be pre-dosed with antibiotics because of heart conditions. I'm sure his intent is not to infect somebody or do a bad job, but unfortunately, the safeguards aren't in place. The regulation's not in place. So it's really a sad situation. What's that? Black market dentists up, setting up shop in the back of a convenience store, Jack. In Milford, Massachusetts, one Juan Hermida Munoz arrested Friday in connection with the illegal dentistry. 
based on the name, I'm uh, guessing this dentist is from a foreign land? Yeah, he's an Ecuadorian national, indeed. And he came to this land seeking only to drill into people's teeth without a license. The American dream. You know, I'm not... Uh... I'm not against the idea of certain requirements to be a dentist or a doctor, but but if I'm if I'm poor, I got no health insurance. I know you're not a real dentist, but I don't know. Word on the street is you do a pretty good job. I don't know. Should society be stepping in and not let? Now is he was he trying to portray himself as like a legit dentist office? <laughs> I don't know. That's an interesting question. But if he's a, I hey, think the fact that he was renting the, inter- the rear room of a convenience store is a bit of a clue, isn't it? Well, right. So that's what I'm saying. So, hey, look, I'm uh, I'm pretty handy with tools. I read a lot about it. I, I've watched a lot of videos about dentistry. Here's talk to these five guys over here. I worked on their teeth. They're fine. Um, I got a dental problem. I got no insurance. I'm broke. Uh, maybe I give it a whirl. And should the government stop me? Well, I just appreciate that you grudgingly came out in favor of standards for medical professionals at the beginning of your little screed. That's uh, that's nice. Although, on the other hand, in this country, we have the right to bear arms, but we don't have the right to bear a drill. Right. Sure. Does that make sense? That's what I'm saying. I'm an adult. I want this guy to drill into my teeth. It's it would it's unlike like if you have a. Uh, cheap off-the-books crappy electrician install something in your home you could burn down the home and cause all kinds of problems for other people this seems like it's got a limiting factor in that you don't want to be in horrific pain so you're 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 somewhat uh incentivized to uh to to to, to not just have anybody drill in your head i would assume yeah, yeah, the 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 fellow who we're listening to is the police chief, I believe, um, who pointed out that, you know, there is a pretty good chance of a terrible medical outcome. Well, then don't go to them. Let people make their own adult decisions. I don't know. I'm I'm I don't like cracking down on this. It comes got... out in favor of Ecuadorian off-books dentists. All right. Uh, uh I don't come out in favor of me going to them or taking my kids there, but if you want to, I think you should be able to. If you think he can pull your tooth out, then go ahead to have a go at it. What's your limit? Those, uh, tape of the incident. Uh, how about the, uh, like, garage plastic surgeons who uh, dr- inject fillers into women's uh, buttocks to give them a bigger badonkadonk and women end up dying? As long as they know that you're not actually a doctor, <laughs> then fine. Well, I, I appreciate your love of liberty. <clears throat> but if somebody ends up dead, well, then they made a bad choice. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So I'm like an off-the-books uh, garage plastic surgeon, and I'm injecting filler into women's butts, and they die? You don't think I should be in trouble? I don't know. Were you doing your best? Or were you... Uh... Oh, for the love of heaven. That, uh, that, that That's a dozen sorts of reckless endangerment. and, and uh, No, good gracious. Well, let people make their own decisions. Wow. I ain't got no money. You think you can pull my tooth out? I've seen you with a pair of pliers. You seem pretty handy. Yank this baby out for me. I'm going to bite down on a strap of leather. How are you going to bite down on a strap of leather? He's pulling your tooth out. Mm. So you haven't thought this through at all. (laughs) Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, We talked about uh, a piece, happened to be in the New York Times, but it was from a psychologist and an author. uh, The gal who started the Free Range Kids Movement wrote a, uh, a book by the same title talking about anxiety in children and how... Their method has been shown by a study, admittedly a small study, but it's so intuitively true, I I believe it, uh, to be more effective than drugs and counseling in in lowering anxiety among kids. Um, Although I think there was a counseling component along with it, which I think is good, but it was assigning kids and parents in effect, too. Something your kid feels ready to do, but has never done before. Go to the grocery store on their own to get milk for the family. Run an errand for mom. Walk their little brother to the bus stop. Something they've never done before. Let them do it on their own. And find another one tomorrow or the day after. And do 10, 12 of those. Let them take on new challenges solo. And they don't have to be, you know, fight an alligator or, or you know, go into gangland and, and, and sport the other colors of the other gang or whatever. No, it's tasks that you and I and everybody grew up doing all the time that our snowplowish society has eliminated. Because the reason kids have anxiety is they haven't overcome uncertainty over and over and over again. Because that that's what leads to confidence. Create a diversion so daddy can walk out of this restaurant. That's not that sort of thing. 
No, no. Uh, and so uh, we've got that posted at armstrongandgetty.com under yesterday's hot links. I wonder if there's some way we can post it really prominently so people can find it, kind of feature it. We'll work on that. Uh, it's it's terrific, and if you're a parent or a teacher, it's worth reading. So anyway, we got a fair amount of uh, feedback via the email. Um, uh, Megan writes, guys, thanks so much for sharing that article on giving kids independence. It's brilliant and have been sharing it with therapists to get the word out. What a breath of fresh air. I'm not sure what uh, Megan's uh, living is, but uh, she hints that it's something in that field. Mm-hmm. Uh, got this. Um, we'll just we'll call him Al Anonymous. I'm an assistant scoutmaster for my son's Boy Scout troop. When I became assistant scoutmaster, started going on campouts with the troop, I was shocked by how many of the scouts had never spent a night away from their parents. 13 and 14-year-old boys that had never had a sleepover at a friend's house. When at camp, they inevitably uh, they were inevitably unprepared because their moms packed their gear for them. They don't know what they have in their packs. Our troop, our troop is scout-led. This means the scouts are in charge of decision-making within the troop. The older scouts mentor the younger scouts. Adult leadership is there to advise as little as possible. And in case of an emergency, uh, we're there. Young scouts entering the troop are, to a scout, frustrated by this structure as they have never been allowed to make even minor decisions for themselves. I find myself teaching our young scouts how to think through basic decision-making more than I teach them knots or fire-building. Troubling. That's really interesting. And then that thing you read yesterday about uh, after having implemented this program for a while, they the person had less kids sticking their feet out, as in, will you tie my shoe for me? Yeah, yeah, an elementary school teacher was wow. talking about that. And, and, and again, this method showed much better results than giving the kids drugs. And then this uh, from Emily in San Diego. Uh, the letting grow approach to parenting. That's what it's called, letting grow. Um, I work in higher education at a small private religious university, so if you want an environment that was about as nurturing as safe as home, you'll find it here. However, in my six years of working with students and parents, the number of students leaving after just a few weeks due to anxiety or stress or roommate issues is astounding. Mm. Parents want to do everything for their students to keep them from being stressed out. And this can include everything from registering them for classes or changing their meal plan to asking if they can stay in the dorm with their students for the first few weeks. Yes, that was an actual oh, request. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mommy needs to come to school oh. college with the kid for a couple of months. You're going to have a hard time getting laid with your mom Ugh. having to stay with you. Because wow. you can't handle being in the dorm by yourself. <laughs> I appreciate the humor, but good Lord, that is tragic. And their their little darling might get stressed out if they have to register for classes themselves or change their meal plan or something, so I'll take care of it. Good Lord. Going to college is a big step in someone's life, writes Emily. Regardless of how sheltered they were prior, it is usually their first time navigating all aspects of life on their own. Things like time management, sleeping, eating patterns, social activities, etc. It's a big step and a good step for spreading wings and finding your way. Yeah. But now we see students coming to college completely unprepared to do anything on their own, let alone find their wings. Sure. Their wings are back at home locked up safe and sound sure it's a big step to go from living at home to living <laughs> not at home but it shouldn't be that big a step that is shocking she writes allowing risk can only lead to growth let your kids do hard and scary things let them fail and find a new route if needed stop putting bumpers on everything they may encounter thanks emily great to know yes michael i gotta say something here when i was 19 20 i wanted to get away from my parents I don't understand. Do these kids want to stay with their parents? Yeah. Or 
That's a good question. Is it how much of it is driven by the kids and how much of it is driven by the parents? Are the parents the ones with the anxiety about their 18-year-old alone in a dorm room without them to take care of them? Oh, yeah, that's exactly the same parental anxiety that led them to not let their 12-year-old walk to the park alone, for instance. I'm going to go to your dorm room and put those little plastic things in all the outlets so you don't stick your fingers in there. Or you can't ever have a sleepover because somebody might be a rapist. Or on the other end of it, parents who are very hesitant to do that because they're afraid, you know, if if the other, the little, uh, you know, uh, snowplowed kid comes over and encounters something they're not used to, they'll go crazy and the parents will be angry and they'll get sued or whatever. I mean, we are a paranoid society. So, There's just no arguing that. Yeah, so the, I, uh, I believe this 1,000%. I don't uh, deny any of this is happening. But at the same time, there is something medical going on you know, with anxiety, autism, all these different things that wasn't before for something environmental. So I wonder how in the world we figure out which is which and to what level what, what is what and all that. That's going to be hard. I think you're right, and it's a good point, as I always say. There are very few things that are explained by one thing. It could be something environmental and the snowplow parenting thing. Um, at the same time, though, we can cure part of it. Mm-hmm. Now, if microplastics are getting into kids' brain pans, I don't know what to do about that in the short term. I hadn't heard that theory. My- microplastics in the brain pans, you say? <laughs> I don't even know. It. I don't even know what a brain pan is. I just think it's a funny uh, ask, expression I heard as a kid. I'll ask my doctor about that the next time I take Henry in for a physical. Think there's any think- microplastics in his brain pan? <laughs> I, I actually believe microplastics and oh, there's yeah. something oh, yeah. even smaller that, or, you know, anyway, plastics in our bloodstreams and hormones and that. Yep. I, I have yep. a feeling it's screwing us up. Yep. But the part we can deal with is letting the kids try, letting them have adventures, give them parameters, but trust them. So I was good gracious. Don't raise a veal calf. Raise a a, a a courageous adventurer of a child. And the beautiful thing, because I raised three kids, and they were very different in terms of their capacity for risk. Just inborn, they will tell you which risks they're willing to take. Let them take them. So I was thinking about this quote. Is this the quote we had from Richard Feynman last week for the quote of the day? I know we had a Feynman quote, but. The first principle is that you must not fool yourself, and you are the easiest person to fool. I don't think it was a different Feynman quote, but I love that one. That is a good one. And I was just thinking about that in terms of the parents. I mean, I haven't done that, and I'm not going to do that. But God, I hope I don't ever get off that track that far, fooling myself, that it somehow makes any sense whatsoever to accompany your kid to their freshman year of college and hang out in their dorm. Oh, my God. That's such an interesting psychological syndrome, too, because there's there's a certain amount of selfishness to it, I think, and misguided affection. The whole, uh, you know, I've always summarized it by my kid is struggling. I am going to be kind by doing their homework for them. Right. That's the opposite of kindness. Um, It's kindness to you. It lowers your discomfort. That's why parents do that. I know because I've had the impulse. I'm suffering because my child is struggling. I want to end my suffering by ending their struggling. Be honest. I remember when we were hearing from uh, teachers, college teachers, that the parents would call and like intervene in a 
a grade or something like that. And that was a new phenomenon. Parents didn't used to call in college right. to say, how come, you know, Johnny got a, I guess it was to be Brandon or Madison. I, why did Brandon or Madison get a, a, a B? Because <laughs> you have to get all A's. Why did they get a B in English? Your par- Brandon's your a dope, man. <laughs> Ma'am, your, your son is a dope. If you were in class here and that's not an invitation, you would realize it. He's a half-wit at best. Thanks for calling. Click. <laughs> wow. That's some tough love right there. A little tough. That's you damn straight it's tough love. you damn straight it is. That's what the world needs is a little tough. Oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry. I'm on a new course of powerful steroids. Uh, to deal with my uh, my sciatica thing, mm. and I was afraid the roid rage might come up, and I just I don't know what we're yelling about. I I apologize. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep it under wraps, but you know th- there are some days though. It's just kind of a slack outfit. All right, you gotta put your nose to the grindstone. You gotta focus. We need a little more discipline around here. It's gotta be a little less Mr. Rogers and a little more Mr. Pregosian. Do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. Bring it out the sledgehammer. That's All right. A, it's a good one. Less Mr. What? Rogers, more Mr. Pregosian. When wow. you hear this song, you're gonna know you're in trouble. Play the song, Michael. Play the song. Oh, wow. That's right. That's right. All right. <laughs> Roid rage. Now I've made myself sweat. <laughs> you have rage. But you are swole. Man, you got that big neck thing going. Oh, yeah. I did like uh, 50 reps of uh, chest curls, uh, legs, everything before I came in in the morning. Yeah. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. An FDA advisory panel finding one of the most popular over-the-counter nasal decongestants on the market is ineffective, they believe. Government health officials say phenylephrine doesn't get rid of congestion. It's supposed to reduce swelling of blood vessels and nasal passages to relieve it. The panel found when taken orally, only a small amount, if any, actually reaches the nose. The ingredient is used in major brands, including forms of Sudafed, Dayquil, and Mucinex. The FDA has not said what it will advise next. Yeah, ineffective is a uh, soft peddling of it. As the panel said, it doesn't do anything. It's <laughs> useless. It accomplishes wow. nothing. So wow, it's, it's, you're reminding me of my dad yelling at me. Useless. <laughs> accomplishes nothing. If you, like me, have used any of the 250 products that are on the shelves... And bought any of the $1.8 billion worth that was sold last year when you got a terrible cold, or even worse, when your kids have a terrible cold, of Sudafed sinus congestion, Tylenol, cold and flu severe. I've got most of these in my cabinet right now. NyQuil severe cold and flu, got that one. Theraflu severe cold and relief, I know I've got that one. Mucinex, Sinus Max, and others. That stuff doesn't do anything. (laughs) The doctor said here, if you have a stuffy nose and you take this medicine, you will still have a stuffy nose. Wow. Uh, that is troubling. It's uh, maddening. Why did the FDA approve it in the first place, I wonder? That's, now they're saying it doesn't work? That's what I would like to know more about, is how did this end up in all these drugs for so long that people could make $1.8 billion, while it not only is not, like, great, it doesn't do anything, according yeah. to the FDA. And one of the one of the reasons it became so popular to buy this other stuff is when Sudafed behind the counter because of the breaking bad <laughs> because of people making meth and everybody finding out that's the way you make meth so Sudafed went behind the counter and if you don't want to jump through the hoops to try to buy that or you live in a state where it's really difficult and then you've already bought one box two months ago so you can't get any more um that sort of thing you started buying this stuff because it was out right. on the aisle and it doesn't do anything it's very maddening yeah, beautiful. You know, speaking of FDA approval and that sort of thing, I was reading the other day about how uh, people go back and forth between the various uh, FDA and that d- d- similar agencies and the giant pharmaceutical companies. They all know each other. Yep, yep, you're done with yep. the FDA, you're going to work for Big Pharma. You're done working for Big Pharma, they're going to hire you as the assistant undersecretary yeah. of approving drugs that don't work over at the, F- the FDA. It's just so incestuous. By the way, the, the, the sentence from the FDA panel on this drug... Doesn't work at all. <laughs> you know, you got to give them credit for avoiding government gobbledygook. <laughs> right. It doesn't work at all. Our official finding is this is as useful as tits on a boar. <laughs> Phenylephrine? Is that the way you say it? Uh, I think I, so. Something I might like have that. to count how many medicines I have in my cabinet that have this drug in them. I'll bet I got a dozen in my cabinet dealing with kids and colds and school and all that sort of stuff. And it was useless. Ah! And I did have the feeling, I mean, my personal feeling was only when I would get Sudafed from the pharmacist did I have any luck with cold medicine. Yeah. The other stuff I felt like never did anything. Well, it turns out, as the FDA says, doesn't work at all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is amazing. But... How long did somebody know that while, while they were making $1.8 billion? I find that interesting. Yeah, good question. Uh, speaking of products, Apple had their big thing yesterday. How many products have there ex- have existed in, in modern history or a company where it's so big that it is a legit news story? Like, I was just watch, walking by the Today Show, one of 
thousands of news segments done in the last 24 hours about what Apple put out. Every company wishes they could get this. Ford would love it if the Today Show did a segment on the new Ford Bronco that just came out. Mm-hmm. But they don't. They 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 feel like, you know, buy some advertising. If you tell lots of cars out there. But Apple is so huge and so many people have an Apple product that I guess it rises to the level of news. Um, a couple of things that I noticed out of this, and this isn't really, this isn't so much their products, although it is interesting, the new i15 Pro Max has a 29-hour video playback. A video playback for 29 hours. Meaning battery Battery uh, life length? that is the yeah. best they've ever had by far. Wow. Yeah. You could you could watch a movie on your phone for twenty nine hours before you got to recharge it again. Where that, that's that's something. That's I remember early iPhones. God, if you could watch for a half an hour before you had to recharge, it was amazing. Well, that's this uh, fabulous news for me. The time has arrived for me to make my twenty eight and a half hour long Andy Warhol esque right. experimental film. I'll give people a, a you know the half hour short just in case they have to call somebody. But uh, yeah, it's time. <laughs> Where it's just you staring at a golf course. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, who is that that put out that incredibly... J- oh, oh, James Comey, where he tweeted that picture of himself looking at the woods with yeah. that jivey caption. I can't even remember what it was. Another thing that is about the mm-hmm. Apple release that's not really about the Apple release, I went to their um, a website, their app, their sales app last night to look at the new products, and you could... Click on the phone in AR. What does AR stand for? Alternate reality, or what does that stand for? Do you know, Michael? Anyway, I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe. I I couldn't even spell college. Now I are a college graduate. But so they had the new phone. You click on it. It took like a second. Then it would show up on your screen, and with your finger, you could move it around. So you could oh, turn yeah. it this way, that way, upside down, zoom in. Oh, I want to look at that closer. I want to look at that, and then turn it. Flipping awesome. Yeah, that's some amazing technology. You know, I'm sure every product will be that way soon, everything, but that is really cool. It has a cool look, and it's just really great for, for looking at a product. Uh, by uh, the way, AR is augmented reality. Augmented reality, ah, but there that, you go. man, that is, that is super. I wish you could do that with everything you ever bought. I want to really look at the bottom of that thing. Oh, okay, well, that's what they... The other thing that, that caught my eye was their emphasis on stuff being carbon neutral. Our new selection of carbon neutral uh, watch bands. How many people care about that? I don't care. Unlike that phenylephrine thing. I don't care at all. Mm. <laughs> if you, if you, there's zero effectiveness on me. I do not care at all. But they touted that. That was like the headline. Of the big Apple gathering from the world's most valuable company. Yeah, I don't care if you made it out of panda corneas. <laughs> if it looks good, I'll buy it. <laughs> All right, that might be too much. Come to think of it. That's it. Poor pandas. Armstrong and Getty. This is the day that we say you're about to open a pit of hell. The Bobcat Techno Awards. A Bobcat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, guys. Obviously, this does not appear to be a nominal situation. Well, Lottie freaking God. Okay. Come on. That was quite entertaining. That was really cool. It, it, it makes no sense. This country is going to be in big trouble. I'm going to call my lawyer. Gun. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash Parity Flex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.